So welcome to the Lift Your Life podcast. So we have actually had a name change of the podcast and Hannah is the first guest, I do believe, of this oh. podcast, but she's actually a return to the podcast because the podcast is the same. We just had a bit of a rebrand because, you know, we've got to freshen things up. But people ask for Hannah back. Actually, a few people asked mm-hmm. for Hannah back. My friend Abby, this Abby, you better be listening to this bitch. <laughs> um, a few other people did as well. I think, believe it or not, Hannah, just to you know, blow smoke up here. Yours is one of the most listened to ones that I've actually got because I like to look at the stats. And yours, yours is up there. So no Aww. pressure. This has got to go really, really well. Um, we're not going to do the whole introducey shit. If, you know, if you want to know who Hannah is, go check her out on Instagram <laughs> and go listen to the first podcast, and then you can find out all about her, what she's about, and. We just won't repeat ourselves. But what we will do is have a bit of a catch-up, see where Hannah's at now. Because the last time we recorded, you were in a mini cup. Oh, was I? You were. So when, when was that? Do you know what, what months we were in? No, I, mean, I don't remember yesterday. <gasps> you know what? I remember doing it. Oh, my God. I remember doing our last podcast. You just moved house. I just moved, mate. I was sitting on my blow-up mattress <laughs> and I was nicking next door's Wi-Fi. So that I could do the podcast. The podcast crashed about 500 times trying to um, Yeah, it's so pretty funny. Um, so obviously, since then, that? yeah, fresh, both in fresh cribs right now. Yeah. Oh, are you? Where have you gone? I just moved into a, um, it's an old converted mill. It's pretty, um, wow. Pretty special. It's That's pretty, amazing. Um, have you bought or rented? Oh, I've rented, mate. I wanted to buy. Mate, that must be fucking a shit ton to rent. I just, let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's just not talk about how much it's cost. That's fair. Okay. Um, I wanted to buy. I was like, yes, I can afford a deposit this year. Yes, everything's going great. Realised that going, literally, I've just gone self-employed this year, yeah. like fully. <laughs> they ain't going to let me buy for like a couple, even if I could, even if I can prove how much I'm earning and stuff, you're going to be like, yeah, no, you ain't, you ain't buying a bus bitch. So I'm renting for the time being. But <laughs> the, the benefits are that it's beautiful. The negatives yeah. are that you've just got. I don't know, this is this is going to feed really nice, but there's a wood pigeon. <gasps> you know what? Right, you got to sit. You got to talk to it. Okay, you got. Oh, oh. <laughs> the reason I'm talking about this wood pigeon is because we literally probably started the podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, it I mentioned it to Hannah, and she's she's been doing this wood pigeon. It's pretty impressive. This impression, to be fair. So, but believe it or not, Hannah is not an impressionist. Hannah is a. Um, Hannah does all sorts with that. She's pretty the you know, multi-skilled person. So let's have a bit of a catch-up then. Because obviously you were doing the mini cut. Yes. Um, you were complaining that you haven't cream of rice for days. You were complaining about the fact you're in a waterbed. But life is, you know, things have moved on since then. Obviously you've come out of a mini cut and you're actually yeah. in prep now. So let's talk a little bit about that that period of time, time. between. Yeah, because I'm guessing there's been lockdowns during that period and shit. So what have yes. you been up to since then? Since... Well, was it November? It must have been been November, yeah. So, uh, because I finished my mini cut at the start of December, literally December 1st, and then I carried on pushing up. So, I actually got to 66 point something kilo, and I'm now currently 67. So, that's quite cool. Um, That's actually, that'd be quite cool to see what I looked like then, you know? That's one thing. Yeah, I'll do that next. When I hit 66, I'll do that little comparison. Um, but yeah, since then, obviously started pushing up. Uh, if we're talking bodybuilder-wise, I started pushing up. 
obviously gyms uh i can't i can't even keep up with what happened what dates <laughs> you know i turned my bedroom into a gym so I, i've got a two-bed flat now that you can see me in um, and i turned the second bedroom into a gym it's still kind of a gym it's got like a a little manual treadmill thing it's got like a bike it's got my squat rack still in there and all the plates and that are still in there please don't rob me <laughs> um and it's got all my supplements but like, i'm sorry but if that's not a dreamy second bedroom then i don't even know what is i mean mine's an office but you know we're yeah really- yeah my off like this this is my office here it's actually my fucking lounge because <laughs> priorities I want my uh, I want my little gym instead um, but anyway yeah so I actually didn't miss a beat like with that I didn't miss a training session um, except when I was ill because I actually did get the Rona I did get the dreaded Rona but um, apart from when I was like obviously in bed uh I didn't miss a session and I continued to progress in all honesty and weirdly it made my push sessions really progress like it really taught me that the stability and the technique that I really needed and then I was able to then take that into the gym um basically the dumbbells that I had they were just so big that I had no choice. I had no choice but to learn stability. And, and it, yeah, it weirdly just served me so well. Um, so, yeah, went back to the gym, started pushing back up. I think I got to around 74.8. I think that's when I started my prep. And I am currently eight weeks deep. So um, it's been quite nice. I, I don't, don't want to say that it's been very consistent because – in all honesty, it hasn't massively. If you look at it over the, the whole eight weeks, it looks like it's been like a very steady drop. But there's been quite a few plateaus. There's been actually like a few increases, things like that. So, But that's obviously then when you make those changes. Um, I have just done like a little mini update that I posted on the gram. Uh, well, it's still saying posting. You know what it's like? I hate that. Yeah. I, hate that. I, I actually, I don't care. Though. I'm like, yeah, don't post them, whatever. you're you're missing out (laughs) Um, yeah so um basically since the start of prep I've dropped from 3,800 calories to now 2,300 um cardio every day 30-35 minutes steps are 12 and 13,000 training days and rest days I now wear a weighted vest for 5,000 of those because I'm a cool, like, cool kid. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, there's no, like, there's no magic behind it, you know? It's just little changes when necessary, um, and we're just, like, chipping away. To be honest, the biggest changes I have seen are in the past couple of days. Like, since Friday, I've literally been like, yo, okay, we're doing this. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, it's going well. Um, what about you, mate? What about you? Oh, I think people know all about me. People who listen to this will know all about me. So since, I've had a weird one since November. So mm. November, I was basically pushing up. I was mentally at that point thinking that I was going to be prepping next yeah. year for 2022. So just making yeah. all of the gains, especially to the posterior chain, because that is just, what is just lacking in mm. my body. Obviously then... 
um, the, the, the the lockdowns and all that shizzle hit. Um, so I was like, I didn't have a spare bedroom. I was living at home. I was like, what the do I do? So as everyone knows, I set up a little gym in a little shipping container of the building site. Rangiest thing ever. So it was literally in the middle of a building site. Like, just like men everywhere. And <laughs> it's weird. Did they um, try and use your equipment? No, but if you, they called me the gym girl. Um, like when I went to go like pay the rent and stuff like oh yeah the gym girl yeah um, I again like you try to get quite good at my you know stability with my pressing because mm. I only have three weights unfortunately two sessions in I actually I think I partially dislocated my shoulder tore something and Jesus. it's still messed up to this day unfortunately. Oh. so I didn't quite make the gains that you did and then <laughs> <laughs> February March time was when I got told that I need to go exercise now April time is when I basically got told that what's going on is basically the HA. Mm. I've mm. had the whole all-in journey shizzle, and it's just been very, very different in my life. And yeah. I've moved, so not as the thing. The thing is, though, mate. Like what we've we've spoken about this like before. What's important <laughs> is there's there are going to be different points in your life where different things take priority, mm. and that doesn't mean you're any less of an athlete. That just means that right now you need to look after your health because yeah. if you don't, then further down the line you're just going to fuck yourself up. You're not going to enjoy the journey at any point. Mm. So this may be really difficult right now, but what you are doing will then allow you to really enjoy the journey further. Away. Yeah, absolutely. When I actually went dramatic ending. Yeah, boom. And that's the end of that chapter. Um when I actually went in April for the appointment, the the woman, oh god, she's she's the biggest Karen is this gynecologist that I'm assigned to. Like she's literally like you how you'd imagine, she's probably, you know, she's quite quite chunky, got this like blonde yeah. hair, bouffant hair that like flicks out. It's such a like please biggest Karen. The biggest. She's actually called Virginia, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, because when she was talking about the whole bodybuilding thing, she's got this idea that bodybuilding is, you know, steroids. And, yeah. You know, she's got that very black and white. What what they all think. Mm. Well, put it this way. She told me to stop um, having whey protein because it's full of androgens. <laughs> I wish. Tumbleweed. Tum- I, I like, wish. I was like, bitch, why am I so small then? Like, <laughs> Literally. Um, but she was like, yeah, you'll never compete in it. I keep telling me to stop taking... They put supplements in inverted commas. They kept suggesting it. And I was like, I'm very, very flattered that you think that I have enough muscle mass to be on the, the ride. I was like, <laughs> but they were like, you're never going to compete. You're never, um, you know, you're just going to fuck your health up. So that's kind of what I've had in my head for like two or three months. And I was okay with that. Yeah. So I started to actually detach myself. I started to unfollow people. I unsubscribed to a lot of the, like, the YouTubers that I like to watch pre-workout. I literally got rid of like pretty much all of my bodybuilding clothing, sold it on Depop. And then what sort of made me realize that, no, I'm, I can't let go of this because when it was PCA the other week and I was watching that, and I was like, nah. Nah, you fine. still had that fire in you because I first thought I kind of got in my head that I was loving bodybuilding for the wrong reasons I was like no I'm only doing it to sort of like mask sort of issues of having food and myself but I was like no I actually wasn't I was just telling myself that to make myself feel better I feel actually better. bloody love it the sport everything about it I am so passionate about so I know for a fact I've told myself and I know I will get on stage eventually even if I do it once I know I will do it but I just need to make sure that my health's there. And luckily, I've got a fucking amazing coach behind me. You yeah. will not let me do anything that's detrimenting my health. She won't. Thing is, as well, like, say if you don't look at all those factors that you are looking at right now, 
your prep will be 20 times harder. Oh, yeah. I've actually, like, I went to the NFM show on the last mm. weekend and I bumped into, like, quite a few girls. Weirdly had similar conversations with them. They didn't know that because they were all, like, separate. Um, and one of the girls is, like, had to have quite a lot of blood tests because they're, like, trying to diet and it's just not happening. Uh, and a, another girl has had to completely come off prep because she just wasn't losing weight. I think she was in like her ninth week and she hadn't lost any weight. And, and it's all because your body is going to fight it. If you're not in the perfect place, then your body is going to fight it. And it, you are going to just make it 20 times harder for yourself. That's why it is so important to take that time away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's weirdly how COVID... <laughs> obviously was a, a complete shit show like I'm, I would never be I've heard many people say this but I would never be someone that would say oh it's the best thing that ever happened because oh, for some people for some for their businesses etc it was right but no no I no I will never stand by that however with regards to bodybuilding and people taking that time away from the stage and now prioritizing their health I think it is it's allowed people to grow. And I was actually speaking to Dan Welburn the other day, right? And we were saying, how fucking exciting is this year going to be? Yeah. Like, everyone, yeah. everyone is so ready. They are literally foaming at the mouth, ready to get on stage because they've had to take that time away. And that just means that this year, the, the calibre of athletes is Oh, it's going to be immense. I'm really September to November is going to be mental. Absolutely mental. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. Even, <laughs> like, watching that show on the weekend, like, I wouldn't keep, compete necessarily with NFM um, because I I tried it and they didn't like my style as in i didn't fit the the federation yeah. that that just happens right but it doesn't mean that i can't enjoy a show um, and just watching them on stage i was sitting there next to people like oh, i want to i want to be on uh, let me get on that stage <laughs> let, give me two weeks <laughs> i'll get that move it two yeah. weeks get a climb i'll be on that <laughs> p.s we're natty um yeah, but Whereas then I was sitting next to another girl and she was basically like, yeah, I just don't have that feeling. I was like, that's good though. Like mm -hmm. you've got to realize that you able, you being able to register that feeling of like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited. I'm not ready for that. Good. You don't have to be. Yeah. That just means you're at a different point of your life. Absolutely. I think too many people, I am going on a bit of a tangent here. So no, it's fine. We like tangents. <laughs> too many people lately are like, forcing themselves to like mm. yeah 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 it's ruining it it's boring to see yeah it's, it's you're ruining it because I'm watching you and I'm thinking well are, are you making me not want to enjoy it and I thought yeah. am. so yeah. Just, yeah well this is why this is how I knew that I was enjoying it when I was watching that show and I had that feeling of like oh my god like, <laughs> every time I watch it that's when I was like, nah, I, I, this is this is going to be me in a few years' time, whether it's next year, year after, I don't know how long it's going to take. But you actually had a really good point quite a bit ago about that it's going to be 10 times harder. I do think that, I wouldn't say what I had to do last year for the photo shoot was drastic, but I did have to push quite hard to get, and I wasn't in stage condition. But when I tell people what like calories I was on my card, they're like, holy fuck, 
like mm. what I was like yeah no that's what I had to do because my body wasn't very responsive that's the thing. I think it's probably down to this yeah it's that that's the thing as well like and I obviously I do put out my calories mm. I like tell people that and I do yeah. my cardio etc but there's so many people that will say like, oh, you're lucky because of this and that. And it's like, no, because at the end of the day, I've had a 17 month off season when I have not missed a day. Like mm-hmm. I've not missed a meal. I've not missed a step or a cardio session. Like, so it's 17 months of that work beforehand that then puts you in a perfect place to start a prep. Yeah. You don't just prep and then you're just lucky. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't happen like that. You do have to take that time mm-hmm. and to get your health in the right. Like I made sure that I had my period cycle. I can't just say cycle anymore because everyone thinks you're actually on about like trends. Drugs. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have to actually ensure that my period cycle was an, in a natural rhythm. And like I had it for months and months and months. It wasn't just oh, I've had it for a month, right, let's hop on another diet, you know? Yeah. To make sure that everything was in check. Um, Absolutely. And I do think that is another reason why this prep is going well. Because I have enabled my body to completely recover. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point, actually, to be fair. And I think that is probably why it is really, really why that I spent quite a long time getting to that point. Because I didn't actually spend that long really building up properly before I started well initially was prepping last year I only started with Vicky in November and then we started mm-hmm. prepping January and then we came out of the diet prep in August and so yeah we've not really had that long thing but- is thing is though like that's not again that's not necessarily a bad thing like like I said when I first got I'm just gonna get a note up on my phone because I wrote down my uh prep calories what I was on in 2019 yeah got it um where like when I first started that prep I'd only really been looking at my diet in terms of actual numbers I'd always eat well I just ate yeah. a fucking lot <laughs> like I loved like I actually loved vegetables like my whole life but yeah. my, my family are just very big eaters and we also like really like cake like we're just we're larger that's just how it is but we're happy so it's fine but when I first started that prep I'd only really been looking at uh, my calories and and actually looking at macros etc for probably four months or something so my prep calories on my low days right were 1254 which was 33 grams of fat 69 carb 186 protein Whereas my prep this year started at 2,955 um, with 60 gram of fat, 400, 400 carb. Nice. <laughs> That's to start prep. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like you do have to go through the shit. Like I went through the shit. Mm-hmm. I went through that suffering of like eating grass. Yeah. And then you, you take the time away to, and then you don't miss a beat and then you can grow and then the next time it's so much easier. I agree. I agree. Do you answer some of the questions from the people? Yeah, yeah from you. the people. Get the peoples. I mean, Hannah asked herself a question about like, why. Sexy, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. The answer is why Hannah is so sexy. Like we said, it's just stunning. She's amazing. She's gorgeous. But let's go. So, oh, um, future plans with bodybuilding and life was the first one. 
Oh, okay. Are we both done swim these? Oh, why not? I think we should. Yeah. We should, yeah. You go first. I'll go, go bodybuilding, bodybuilding, life, life. Okay. So, obviously. Pro guard, IFBB, <laughs> all the drugs. Never. I could never do IFBB. I'm, I'm genetically not. No, nah, it wouldn't happen. Um, so, obviously, this year, um, I'm going into UK. The FBA is my mm-hmm. main focus. Cool. There may, I'm still trying to convince Cuba to let me do another federation, but but we'll see. Because basically, there's the regionals, the finals, yeah. and then there's the worlds, which yes. is in Romania. And it, nice. you know me, like I will, I, I am going with the mindset of I'm going to worlds because oh what's the point? in just saying oh yeah I'll just do regionals like I don't I don't want to I want to go all the way so um however that may not happen and I'm okay about that if it doesn't happen because this is going to be a new category you know um I'm going into women's physique instead of yeah so it's just basically a more conditioned figure yeah because of the collaboration of UK the FBA with I think it's INFBA um the european side of things um they've got rid of the category that i wanted to do which was called fit body yeah yeah so that was like my dream category i was like oh my god it's made for me i'm so ready yeah, you'd be good for that <laughs> yeah and they got rid of it <laughs> so so i'm going into women's physique which will basically be the exact same it just sounds more badass you know yeah, so um <laughs> i'm going in with that this year and then when i say there's potential other ones i'm looking at like if pca finals wasn't on the same day as uk the fba finals i would love to do a pca show because pca for me it just means so much to me i like had so much fun in 2019 and and I love the shows. Like, I haven't been to one that's better run, better like as good to even watch as to be in. Um, so there's also Fitex, which is like new on the scene, and they've got so many opportunities. I think that's going to be incredible to be a part of. Um, but again, the dates just don't really line up well. So we've got to prioritize the look. Like at the end of the day, I don't want to be coming in shit for UK DFBA. So I'm not going to be like, right, well, I want to do this show as well and then make myself look shit for UK DFBA. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things, really. Um, and then we've already got plans for Aussies. <laughs> but what's good, it's good though, because basically I'm coming down, and as I'm coming down, it's like evident that I've just got so much more to do. Mm. Um, I'm really, really happy, don't get me wrong, with with what we've done so far, but there is just yeah, so much more to come. Um, so we've already kind of planned exactly what we're gonna do in the off-season. Um, and I am thinking that 2022 will be the year of going in for my pro card basically oh the natural <laughs> bed so yeah yeah, yeah 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 oh fantastic well i mean well, well. no obviously oh. yeah the uk oh. the fba natty pro would be pretty incredible that's what i'd be going in for in 2022 um but i would again i would like to go back to pca to see how I would stand up against them at the end of the day in 2019 when I looked like 
a green bean. Um, you know, I still play sixth mm. in the finals. So in my head, I'm there like, what could be done? Yeah. Maybe, maybe top three. It maybe. does depend who turns up on the day. I'll probably break Georgie's legs so that she can't go. Yeah, good uh, job. <laughs> <laughs> so that she's not there. Um, <laughs> um, but no. Um, in terms of like long-term bodybuilding though, I actually don't know. I think I've, I've spoken about this to some people before. Like, in all honesty, I, I want to take it not even year by year, but more season by season. Oh, so geez. this season is going to be a very much let's see what happens because it's the first time I've had a proper off season. So it's the first time we're actually going to be going in and and I'm going to actually present a physique I'm going to be very, very proud of. Uh, whereas the first season was very much a, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, you winged it pretty well. You winged it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. You didn't do too bad with that. <laughs> um, I mean, mine's just to get on this fucking stage, to be fair. Yeah, you know? but that's great goal. <laughs> yeah. And you know what the good thing is? Like, the good thing is, in some respects, that of this process, is that it's giving me time to... I wouldn't say I'm in an optimal growing position because I'm not training that frequently. I'm only on three days a week and it's a, a push, a pull and legs and things aren't getting hit that much. Yeah. But what has been quite good is this injury. And because of this injury, what that happened, it meant that pretty much throughout the lockdown, the first sort of few months when gyms opened, yeah. it's all I could train was pull and legs. I couldn't do any pressing. Now, I meant, that has meant that my shoulders have gone to absolute shit. Like, mm. I'm seriously to do some lateral like, raises on these bad boys. But the things that I needed to bring up, which was my back, because I had no back width. Mm. I just had traps and then nothing mm. else. And hamstrings and glutes. Everyone, like, literally, no offence, but you can really tell when someone maybe hasn't had a coach for long because like their pull sessions will just be pure trap mm -hmm. every single row movement would have been all trap mm -hmm. so then they've literally got traps coming out their earlobes like oh yeah that was me i literally have only really this year i'd say yeah fully understood and know how to train my back effectively now like Mate, i i would even say the past for me like past six months yeah like since yeah. since gyms have reopened yeah I'd say that's when I've really got to grips with connecting a lot, a lot more. Obviously, yeah. I was trying, I was learning yeah, 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 yeah. the past year, but I think it's only really clicked. I like, I, I used to get feedback from Cuba every single session, like, no, blah, 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 no, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Whereas now it's like sometimes, very, very rarely. I literally feel like that. That's literally like, <laughs> like, like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm trying to nail. I've never done a stiff leg like deadlift before. But this, oh, uh, this, uh, this mate, they're that. hard. They are. I literally said in the video every time, she's like, No, no, <laughs> no. And yeah, the thing time, is, don't you want that? Don't you want that? Yeah, God, I 100% want that. Questions actually, but we'll come on to that. Oh, so okay, we'll leave that. But yeah, mine's just to get on stage. Um, yeah. All being well, as long as things stay good in my body, yeah. I won't have to go on to because there is the potentiation. If I don't really get a regular period back based upon how long it's been, my past history, mm -hmm. there's a chance that I will have to go on to some sort of hormone replacement. If I mm -hmm. have to go on to that, I'm technically no longer natty, which basically means I'm just going to go all in anyway. I'm just going to think, fuck it. Basically, just just be, I'm going to be massive. 
yeah but that will then mean I can't compete naturally which is a goal of mine because I want to do a, a natural federation and compete against I think taxis. in all honesty obviously you are a, a completely different case so but I do think that so many people are just going in nowadays without actually seeing what they can do naturally mm-hmm. and it's such a shame like yeah I, I I actually wouldn't say that I would never judge someone for doing so like I honestly couldn't give a fuck like if you want to do it that's absolutely fine but I just like look at it like it's such a shame though but yeah. you don't know what you can yeah. do it's it amazing that is out there aren't yeah. I mean look at laws at the minute I'm literally like how have you like grown like three times the size I'm exactly so many people have done phenomenal haven't they and it's just like just stop just yeah but anyway I want to compete in figure mm-hmm. um tone so figure that is the class that has always just one, I think my physique fits it. And two, yeah. I just watch it and think, oh, Queen's love Honestly, honestly, I watch it and I'm like, this is beauty, this is grace. Well, this that's what like, clicked to me. I watched Bikini, I was like, mm-hmm. watched her, I was like, oh, I need to do that. But I just naturally fall into it. I haven't got the biggest back. I haven't necessarily got massive legs. What I have genetically got is a really small waist. So it just makes my lats and quads look decent. So if I can make them a little bit more decent to her, I'll be pretty decent at it. Mate, behave. You need to stop with this self-doubt. No, it's not self-doubt. It's being honest, right? It's being honest. I do not have massive lats. They need to be bigger. My quads are okay, but they can be bigger. Send me some, send me some checking photos later. Okay. Oh, not like nudes. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any checking, mate, I don't have any checking photos. I haven't taken progress pictures since like... Oh, okay. That's fair. Because of like, I was like, I don't want to take progress pictures totally yeah yeah yeah. no you you gotta do what you gotta do like i said it's different parts of the this process isn't it that's okay no stress it's okay okay so what about your future plans for life then oh god yeah well well again um so someone at work today asked me because so i have actually lost my i think I've lost my period like this, this, mm. like now. So I'm like basically five days late. So, but this is the uh, body weight that I do lose my cycle. So it, it, it's expected, right? And a, a girl asked me, she was like, are you not worried about it? You know, for the future? I was like, there is not a single man in my life right now. And I was going to say, there's no chance you're pregnant then, no. I'm not, no, <laughs> no, mate. Uh, I've actually just bought a new, fucking dildo it's great um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fabulous and um, so my mom went this is this it's fine so it's fine my mom um, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no but basically like when I say there is no one in my dms like I would happily not have a passcode on my phone it's that dry uh actually no because pictures nudes you know maybe not um <laughs> No, um, because there's no one in my life with regards to that, I'm not thinking about children, etc. Mm. However, I would absolutely love a family. Like I, I am at this point in my life that I would love to find someone to make those memories with and to like, yeah, like start yeah. having a life with someone. But at the same time, I'm not going to settle for any less than what I that than what I want. Yeah. Um, so with regards to like life goals, I, as sad as it sounds, genuinely just be happy. Yeah. I think I've spent so, so much of my life 
either trying to make other people happy or trying to just impress other people or like be someone else that other people would would like to see or like me to be and I'm finally at a place right now and and this is why I think I'm finding it so hard to actually open up and date and and things like that because I don't actually want to let anyone in I don't want anyone to come disrupt my peace because it's taken me so long to get to where I am now um and you know I've been with people previously that have really repressed me like my actual my last boyfriend that I was with I'd say like a joke you know we joke all the time right and obviously I I actually cover a lot of fucking pain with humor like it's just how I roll and I would say a joke and he'd look at me and he'd be like you're embarrassing like if I spoke to someone in the gym obviously I'm a chatty person if it was a guy he would literally be like uh we get home and he'd be like how disrespectful like you're speaking to another guy and because of that I just felt like everything I was doing was wrong and it like tore me down that I just felt like who I was was wrong so it took me so long to get to where I am now to be happy with who I am everyone's got issues everyone's got flaws I'm still working on so much but then to let someone else in to then potentially do that again like that's fucking scary. So I don't even have life goals now, which is quite sad of like kids and a, and, and a family and things like that, because if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And um, because I, I know that I, I won't, Like I've seen so many people, they're so unhappy because they feel like they need to be with someone and they just bounce from person to person. But my, my one friend in the past six months, I think, has had like six boyfriends. Wow. I'm like, well, how many arguments have you had in that time? How much money have you wasted that you could have used on fucking protein? <laughs> priorities, priorities. <laughs> but That's yeah, so well, um, oh, yeah. But then, obviously, my other side of life is my career. Mm. So right now, I actually have had a promotion since we last spoke. Amazing. So I'm now cancer research specialist. So it was actually kind of a double whammy promotion. So because I was a technician previously, uh, the next step up was scientist. And then the next step up was specialist. But I just went balls deep. You know, I was like, yo, I'm just going to hop right into the big boys. Um, And yeah, I've been doing that for a couple of months now. It's big. (laughs) like every single day I come home from work and I'm like wow that was a lot um but it's really exciting like it's so interesting it's just I just feel like I'm constantly learning which I do love but it's just hard isn't it um so with regards to that I would obviously love to continue progressing within within the area not necessarily like within that company specifically um but yeah, just keep doing what I'm doing. Like I honestly, right now, if I did absolutely everything that I'm doing now in 10 years, but bigger, more, better, more knowledge, more memories, more everything, then I would be absolutely gassed. I'd be gassed. Nice. I like that. <laughs> um, mine. Um... Well, I guess 
I didn't really know what I wanted with my future, sort of, and it sounds really, really deep <laughs> early this year. But when I got the news of sort of being told at one point, you know, potentially that you're sort of, we don't know if your periods are going to come back. We don't yeah. are going to be able to have kids because that was at one point. They did say that to me. At one point they thought potentially it was early onset menopause. They thought yeah. potentially just the access was had switched off and it would never come back. They did say to me, you know, there is the possibility here that you may not be able to have kids. The first time I ever got told that I was actually with someone at the time. I was seeing someone. Oh. And I just remember literally crying into him like, we, we can't have a family. And I know this was yeah. early days, but I was like, you know, if I settle down with you and we, which we, we didn't and it ended you know, he gave me a real but let's just not talk about it <laughs> <laughs> is it better than chlamydia <laughs> I, I don't know it's not i don't know to be fair nothing against him but you know it was it actually then hit me that you know what there is the possibility because i always said i don't want kids i don't like kids but maybe i do mm. and i just don't want that taken away from me you know that oh, chance God, yeah. to you know, I'm, I'm not a massive kid person, but I do love the idea of being in a, in a happy family and going to Disneyland and having your picture with your kids by the Disney castle. That is absolutely brilliant. And again, like you, I've had ups and downs in my past. And I would say that I'm getting, I would say I am getting to a point in my life where I am very, very happy. You know, I'm making something of myself that I never thought I would. I didn't mm-hmm. ever think I'd have my own business and have a, a decently successful business. I never thought that, I would be anything because I was always this is getting really deep and emotional now. But I was always just the other sibling. My two brothers are so goddamn talented. Like Ed was on the West End when he was like six. Will was in a commercial when he was like three. My little sister, she's gone from a trial for Manchester United. You know, they're all talented kids. I never had a talent. I was just there. You know why? Because you've got like seven. That's why. But, you know, I always never felt that I was anything. Yeah, you, um, yeah. I, I, can, I, I see where you could definitely get that. At the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of spotlight on them. Mm-hmm. But then that doesn't mean that you weren't in a spotlight. It just means that you were, you were basically, like, growing still. You were still yeah. behind the scenes. And then, like you said, like, look at you now. You're in yeah. a fucking windmill. I'm in a windmill, yeah. <laughs> and it's... Yes, things are all starting to come together in my life from that perspective. And I'm actually starting to believe in myself and feel genuine sort of happiness and content in myself. We all have our ups and downs, but things are definitely oh God, progressing. Yeah. So I want to continue that. I want to continue because I've recently discovered um, spirituality. I've gone into it. I don't want to say got into it like it's a hobby, but I've become aware of it. And I feel like that's a new element it's, of my it life. Changed, honestly, th- Lucy, this is why we get on so well, because that it changed my life yes like it it really did like it just made me have such a different perspective on everything and like there'll be so many people that I'll I'll speak to and I can almost feel like their energy and I'll leave that conversation so drained and I'm just like I will still continue with them being in my life etc but I will also understand that they are not good for me Mm-hmm. so you can't you do have to stay away from those kind of people and and yeah spirituality is yeah. it's a fucking gift man it was one of those things that just happened like one of my clients I'm actually going to try and get on the podcast does it it's just tarot reading I thought oh, I'll go some oh. business and I didn't think anything of it yeah. changed my life changed my life so I want to get more into that I want to understand myself more yeah. and I just want to continue to grow my business I'm not money orientated by any means no. I want to go to <laughs> live yeah. a, a happy life I've got goals and I think it will be pretty cool to be able to 
there are certain I'm not a materialistic person but there are certain things that I do want right and I'm yes. a certain car I want there I are certain say. places in the world I want to see and I yeah. want to be able to again kind of just prove to people that I can and just like yeah I did that I own that car and you know why because I've worked my backside up to get here because I'm yeah. a boss ass bitch it's money in my opinion it's money freedom yes it's not it's not about like having a big paycheck mate if I I'm not going to say it on here but if I told you my salary from where I'm working I'm I am I think we get paid 40p more than the cleaners that get work that get that work in the same place um but it's I don't do it for the money I do it for the love of it I, I do it because I find it so fucking interesting yeah um and again, I think that is why it's so important for my own happiness. Like there's so many people that are constantly chasing the money and yeah. they're not happy. No. They're really not like, well done. You're going, you're going and living in Dubai or whatever. Like that's, that's sound for you, but are you actually happy? Cause you don't fucking look it, mate. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Like I said, it's freedom. Like I've already experienced it more. Like I actually had a bit of reflection in there. It's insane to be, right? it's insane to be, literally yesterday actually. And I remember not so long ago having to literally, I was scraping like the 20 peas at the bottom of my bag to be able to like afford like a Volvic bottle of water or like a Diet Coke from the shop. And I remember those memories not so long ago. Yeah. And now I'm in a position where I don't even think about that. Yeah. Like today I emotionally bought myself, I know I saw like I'm bragging of showing off, but I had a bit of a shit day. I bought myself a smartwatch, an Apple watch, because I fucking can. And you know why? Because I've worked my outside for it, off for it. So I'm not ashamed to say that. And I don't, I think there is a bit of shame. People are, are scared to say that they've they've got money and that, that you know but you know what if you've worked your backside off to get there yeah. which i have and continue yeah. to do i deserve to be here and you know what yeah. I'm, I'm happy that i'm in this position now where i can live a life with a bit more freedom but i just want a little bit more because you know there's so many places i want to see yeah when when i bought my place the amount of people that were like oh like have you run into some money then i was like mm-hmm. i've worked since i was 14 yeah same like no. yeah like i it's not it's it, again it's that going through that like suffering for a certain amount of yeah, time absolutely. and and scraping the barrel for this and that and then and now you're in a position that i'm actually still quite conscious of money oh no I do have to be conscious don't get me wrong don't get me wrong yeah yeah but then I've also over the past probably year two years I've also allowed myself to buy x allow myself to get this because I want it and I do deserve it whereas throughout no lie up until about four years ago maybe even three years ago um, I wouldn't buy myself anything and not at, like I would go out for meals with friends and I and I probably wouldn't even eat and that wasn't anything to do with my relationship with food that was because I just I couldn't pay for things because I at the time was I can't you know I, I had a um, one of my like more serious boyfriends again a couple of years ago his parents paid for his rent at uni they paid for his uni fees they gave him money every single month for food um and and yeah he'd still like moan to me about like xyz I had whilst I was at uni full-time degree I had um two jobs um I would like be working all weekend I never had any money off my mom or my dad um and I literally just had the loan. And obviously now I'm repaying back that loan. And it's just one of them, isn't it? Like you really do get given a completely different set of cards to some people. Mm-hmm. But it's really about how you make those cards play. Like 
and and it'll make you who you are now I agree I agree like I don't like I started working from a young age I had shit jobs like fast food fish and chips I worked at the drama school I was at for like a pound an hour but those things taught me so much they taught me Mm -hmm. you know you don't just get shit handed to you you've got to work for it and so I don't I don't because one of the questions actually was one thing you change about something in the past and oh oh, I love that yeah I do we'll come on to that in a second but I wouldn't change any of that experience even though at the times there were slogs and it was shit but it built me to be a person I am now it built me to have work ethic Mm. and drive and to think you know what I'm gonna work my backside up because things don't just get handed to me and you know what when you do then be able to you know I could just go and buy that today which in fairness right I don't want people to think that I'm just a big spender and earning loads of money no one's gonna say that people might though when I'm like oh I've just bought an apple why do you care no no but I don't want people to think that I'm like this next level massive baller because I'm not but in fairness I have not really spent any money on myself in that last three months but mate why do you care what like this this is actually what I was going to say about the whole changing thing right if you could change anything I wish that I stopped giving a fuck about 10 years ago mate because I I was so miserable like I, I did touch on it earlier like I was constantly trying to be someone else because I wanted to like fit in etc when I stopped giving a fuck I have completely given myself freedom to just be authentic, like completely me. Like it's and it's that freedom that's allowed me to be happy. Yeah. And, and you need, yeah, definitely just wish that I'd done that mm-hmm. so much sooner because mm-hmm. I know people don't like me. I know that people say things about me. Fuck, I've actually heard people say things about me. I don't give a fuck. I really don't because I know that I'm good. I know that I have good intentions and I know that the people that I do have in my life that I will always try my hardest. I do still get it wrong, but I'll still try. So if other people may have bad experiences with you or say bad things about you, like it doesn't fucking matter as long as you know that you're good. And again, I think that's where the spirituality part comes in with me because I think as long as, uh, again, people always uh, like have something to say about this side of things. So I do, I am actually a Christian. I'm not like devout. Like I don't, I don't necessarily think there's a man in the sky, etc. but I believe in something bigger. Yeah. And for me, that's something that has pushed me to want to be a better person because I, yeah, I, I almost like look up to that as, I want them to also think good of me. Yeah. So I like that. When I've said that as well, it's not a case where I care what people think, but I don't want people to think that I'm like one of dicks that's so stuck up their own ass and like because that's not who I am at all. I'm not earth, I'm not money orientated, I'm not yeah. things orientated, but the reason that I bought it, by the way, guys, I've had a bad day and I actually gave my other fitness tracker to my sister. So it was actually out of a good deed. So I'm actually yeah. a really amazing person. But <laughs> The one thing that I would change about the past, now there is only really one thing, and this is going to get really emotional, so I'm going to really try and hold it in and try to cry, that I would change about the past if I could, is that my nana didn't pass away. And the reason being is that she was not, that was not her time. I still to this day believe that people have their time, but it wasn't hers because she was, I cannot explain what she was like, I need a fucking mother. She was one of the most amazing people in the world. She was so selfless. 
She gave us so many memories. She just was not your basic Nana. She was someone so goddamn special. She is the reason behind this tattoo. She is the reason I actually get up when I'm having my face and think, you know what, Lucy, you need to sort your shit out because she basically saved your life. When I was in the pits of an eating disorder and my family just struggled to even have me in the house because of just what I was doing to the family dynamics, they just said, look, Lucy, you can't stay here. You know, you're just screwing shit up. So I went to live with my nana for a good few months and I fully believe and know that she saved my life. She gave me this life, the opportunity to have this life. She gave my family so many amazing and the life lessons, it's the life lessons, like things like she'd say things like, well, has anyone died? I'm like, no, does it matter? If this isn't, it's the problem, it's not the problem, it's what you do about it. And to always just, you know, aspire to be more and that for me I just think there was just unfinished business there and I'm just very very sad that she never got to see me recover I'm sad that she never got to see me go to uni even though it was a waste of my time but I did it I'm sad that she never got to see this because she'd have been over the moon see that's I think that's where we not necessarily disagree Mm. but uh, obviously my nan passed Mm. away like three weeks ago yeah and I still feel her yeah, yeah she's here she's here with me now yeah um I still talk to her every day oh. I still I would say that she can see you in in, yeah. in my with my belief like this that whether people go with saying that you know that's just to make yourself feel better again don't give a fuck mate um yeah, I think that she can see you, mate. And I think she's probably going to be absolutely beaming with pride. And yeah. I think that thinking that she has to be physically there, it's, yeah. it's, it's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you are still keeping them present in your life every single day, yeah. like, and still thinking about them, then they are going to be, they're going to be there. Yeah, no, I, I, do, I do think that because when, to an extent, anyway, when she passed, we symbolized her as a robin and we've as a family had so many spiritual encounters with robins in times of sadness in times of yeah. when i went on my that's about a mad crazy walk i did the other week mm-hmm. i got like four and i went on like a national park walk on my own it was just really stupid but also amazing and right at the end of the walk as i was about to go out to my car and i just felt like this sense of just amazement it was just a single robin and it was just so powerful and again that's the reason why part of why i've got this because i want it to symbolize her i want her to be a part of my every day but do you know what is sad? The fact that no one, nobody has been able to replicate her mince recipe. Oh my God. It was the nicest thing. <laughs> her spaghetti bolognese was just, that is the crappy part. But yeah, I, I do think she is sort of still here. But yeah, this is, well, this is what it's about. You know, we need to talk about this stuff. People don't talk about this stuff, but mm. I won't lie, it's still it's still too early for me. I'm yeah. not there. No, no, I understand that. Well, let's move on then. Let's move on to let's move on. I want to just cover that little bit of the topic about that question that's about the good coach because I think you've been with Cuba for quite a, a good period of time now. Um what are the best traits of Cuba someone wanted to have that work for you as because obviously this is about you and your journey? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been with him I think 15 months now. Uh, started with him last March. Yeah. Um, so I the reason why I could 
I chose him to begin with was because I always need someone that's going to be, that's going to not shower me, but like tell me to stop being a dick. I don't do well. Anyone in my life, like I'm not even just on about a coach. Like I don't do well with pussyfooting. Like I don't understand it. Like when people are like, oh, I didn't want to say because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. No, you tell me. One of my best friends, well, Caitlin, big, big Caitlin, right? (laughs) Me and Caitlin, we, I wouldn't say we barely compliment each other, but our conversations are usually like, we'll send each other our check-ins, like our form videos, et cetera. We will literally be like, this needs to be better. You can do this better. Da, 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 da. But it's out of a place of pure love. Like that is what I think is, is needed. Like, because we both want to see each other do the best that we can do. So with anyone in my life that I need that. And obviously Kuba is definitely someone that is not afraid to like tell you how it is. He say if, you know, but also at the same time, which I didn't realize when I did join him, he is actually a bit of a softie. Like when I have gone through hard times, like he does make sure that he's there and um, he, yeah, he, he, he won't just be like, yeah, just get on with it. Or if I ask any questions with like any food changes or this or that, like even in off season, um, it, I was having like X amount of granola at the end of the day. And I was like, can I swap it for like cocoa pops so I can just have like loads of cocoa pops? Because obviously granola, it's not, it's, you don't get much for the calories. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, the thing is you need that because the amount of calories you're actually on you don't want the voluminous foods because you're then going to have stro- like trouble through the digestion. Like he actually takes the time to educate people instead yeah. of just being like, no, just do this because I said this. Um, and you can tell that from obviously the, the content and the education that he puts out for free, yeah. let alone to all his clients. And he has created like such a community. Um, so we have like weekly, I mean, I don't make them very often because I usually have posing clients, but like we do like weekly zoom calls and like, uh, we've got like a group chat and, um, you know, we've, we've had like a meet up day as well. Like when I did, again, those weren't things that made me choose him to begin with. It was definitely to do with his attitude towards training and the passion that he has the passion that he has for his own journey as well. Because I think there's there's some great, great coaches out there, right? But like, they're not necessarily walking the walk, mm-hmm. which is absolutely fine. Awesome. But for me personally, I would want someone that, yes, he's a great coach, but he's also walking the walk. Like, yeah. I, look, I look at him and obviously Meg's journey and that inspires and motivates me. If I had a coach that, yes, he was very, very knowledgeable, but not necessarily on his own journey I'd kind of be like "Mm, well do you like they'd always be like do you know what you're doing yeah you know um so yeah I mean there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot a lot of reasons but but I think it was very important the fact that you said like why I choose him because doesn't mean that it works for everyone like at all Uh, that kind of approach obviously he pushes girls up body weight as well which for me is exactly what I want I would hate to stay like five kilo above stage weight that's not something that I personally like 
but some girls do and that's absolutely fine like you've got to do what you want to do right but so you have to find the coach that will also like go with that as well I 100% agree like the whole thing of finding someone that works for you like I'll give you an absolute example of this like I got my checking feedback back today mm. and actually played one of the clips to one of my friends and she was like oh my god she talks to you like that like if I had a coach like that like I'd be really upset and I was like but I need that Mm, yeah. Like I wasn't yeah. hitting my macros, and I got told basically to sort of shit out loose and go yeah. with macros. Yeah. I was like, exactly. I need that. If I just get told, oh, it's okay, oh, it's okay. Hand, like, well, do it. If yeah. I get told, you know, you need to look in the mirror, tell yourself to sort yourself out. Yeah. This is not acceptable. You are better than this. I'm gonna think, okay, right, yeah, I, you're right, hundred percent. And it's really, really funny. Like, well, not funny, but the things you were saying in terms of how Cooper is with you and what you want out of him is so similar to the same with me and Vic. Like she's not afraid to say you know sort this out sort that out but when push comes to shove and I'm having difficulties like I've had today like I've had in the past she's been on the phone to me she's made time to message me she's actually made sure that I'm okay but times like also today when I'm not being the best in terms of adherence for personal reasons she said, you know, it's not an excuse. When it is not an excuse, she told me that I need to be better. And she doesn't tell me things are good when they're good. When my form isn't right, she'll tell me. But she's doing it again. Kind of like this, like, Caitlin, the place of love. Because she wants me to be the best that I can be. And I need that. I need someone who's going to tell me when stuff's not right, stuff ain't good. And not not just, you know, beat around the bush. Just go, yep, that means something. Because then it, I think for me, I respond better to that. Mm-hmm. I need that blunt that needs sorting right now for me to actually think, and you saw it and crack on and make that positive change for myself oh sure oh sure right it's getting late me and hannah are both getting tired because i've had a long day <laughs> hannah's on prep so she needs she needs a bed i'm not even preppy mate i'm fine i'm just i'm just tired from work like i said i'm just yeah but um but yeah lovely to chat lovely it's to been catch up. some great great topics touched on there I we didn't even need to cover we're like oh well we have four questions we only actually really answered two or three of them so we can just ramble can't we yes we can indeed well it's been great and potentially maybe closer to the show if you're not dieting it'd be quite good to get you back on and just sort of see where you're at because people seem to Vibe I, can all, I can always chat, mate. I can always chat. So I know you can. Know you can. <laughs> right, we'll wrap this one up here, guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll leave Hannah's tag and stuff in the description. If you don't follow which you should go give the gallop. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. See you on the next one. Bye.